Hello friend, welcome to Storytime with Adenike Adeoju. How are you doing today? I'm excited to have you here. I hope you enjoyed our last episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. Okay, so crossing the Red Sea wasn't the only hurdle that the children of Israel had to overcome before getting to the land of Canaan, which is the promised land. Today, you will hear some of their experiences as they journey through the wilderness. So, the children of Israel journeyed in the wilderness of Shur for three days without water. They have been very, very, very thirsty, and they were happy to finally get water at Mara. But the water was bitter, so bitter that they could not drink from it. That is why the name of the place was called Mara. Mara means bitter. So the people grumbled against Moses, asking him for water to drink. They said to him, What are we going to drink? Then Moses cried to the Lord for help, and the Lord showed him a tree. He cast it into the water, and the water became sweet. So the Lord gave them a command to test them. He said, If they will obey him, listen to his voice, and do what is right in his sight, that he will not put any of the diseases which he placed on the Egyptians on them. Then they continued their journey. They got to a place called Elim, which was a, a place where they had plenty of palm trees and plenty well. So they camped there to rest for a while. And when they moved on, they stopped before Mount Sinai at a place called the Wilderness of Sin. The Wilderness of Sin, yes, you heard that right. Now, it was already a month after they left Egypt. They grumbled and complained against Moses and Aaron because they had no food to eat this time. They said, If only we had died by the Lord's hand in Egypt. There we sat around pots of meat and ate all the food we wanted. But you have brought us out into this wilderness to starve us all to death. So the Lord spoke to Moses, and Moses told the people what the Lord said. He said to them, The Lord will give you meat to eat in the evening and bread in the morning, for he has heard all your complaints against him. Do you remember that Moses Thomas, his speech is not very clear. That was why God chose Aaron to be his mouthpiece before the people. And while Aaron was passing God's message to the people, they looked towards the wilderness and saw the glory of the Lord in the cloud that has been guiding them all the while. Truly that evening, the Lord sent quail to them for meat and in the morning, The camp was wet all around with dew, and when the dew was gone, they saw small round substance that looks like frost on the ground. They did not know what it was, so they asked Moses, What is this? Moses told them that it was the bread that God has given them to eat. Wow! 
God is faithful. God fulfilled his promise. He gave them meat and bread in less than 24 hours after he made the promise. Can you see that? He fed them miraculously by himself. Matthew chapter 6 verse 25 to 26 reassures us of God's love to us. The birds who cannot plant or harvest have enough. How much more us that God values more than the birds? God is willing to do more for us if we believe and obey him. So Moses told the people that God had said that they should not take more than what they can finish in one day and that no one should leave any of it till the next day. But some of them did not pay attention to Moses' words. They kept part of it till the next morning. Maybe they wanted to try God and see if anything will happen. Or perhaps they thought God will not give them food the next day. But no, God is not like that. He has good plans for everyone who obeys him. So the next morning, the portion of the food that they left overnight was filled with maggots and it had a terrible smell. Terrible smell such that they could not eat it again. This act of disobedience made Moses angry. So on the sixth day, Moses told them to gather the portion that will last them for sixth and the seventh day. Because the seventh day was Sabbath, a day of rest. God wanted them to rest on the seventh day because he too will rest from all his work. Just as he did during creation, he rested on the seventh day. So they gathered double portion and behold, on the seventh day, the portion they left overnight did not go bad this time. It did not smell either, but and there was also no maggot in it. The leftover did not go bad because it was the Lord's command. So, on the seventh day, Moses told them to eat what they have because they will not find any food on the ground. But some of them were disobedient yet again. They went out on the seventh day to gather more, but they did not find anything on the field. God does not go back on his words. So, the children of Israel named the food manna. It was like a white coriander seed, and it tastes like wafers that was made with honey. Then God instructed them to put an omer of the manna into a jar and keep it for their generations to see the type of bread that he fed them with in the wilderness. And they did so. In case you do not know, an omer is a former small Hebrew unit of dry volume. They use it to measure dry things. It is usually about 2.3 liters or 2.1 quarts. Okay, so the Israelites continued their journey and the Lord kept giving them manna for, to eat for 40 years until they got to the border of Canaan. When they left the wilderness of sin, they camped in a place called Rephidim because they needed to take a break to rest after traveling for some days. At Rephidim, there was no water for them to drink yet again. And again they grumbled and quarreled with Moses and said to him, Give us water to drink. As if Moses had water stored up somewhere, instead of them to talk to God in prayers and make him know what they need. Then Moses replied to them, 
Why are you quarreling with me? Why are you putting the Lord to test? When they became more and more thirsty, they said, Why did you bring us out of Egypt to make us and our children and livestock die of thirst? So Moses cried to the Lord and said, What am I to do with this people? They are almost ready to stone me. So the Lord told Moses to go to the rock in Oreb with the rod he used to strike and divide the Red Sea and with some of the elders of Israel so they can witness it and that he should strike the rock. The Lord said that water will come out of the rock for the people to drink. And so Moses did as the Lord commanded and boom, water gushed out of the rock right before the eyes of the elders of Israel. They saw it. While they were still at Rephidim, the Amalekites came to fight with them. But Moses was not afraid. He knew that God has promised to fight for them according to what he himself told the people in Exodus chapter 14 verse 14. Moses said to them then, the Lord will fight for you and you will hold your peace. So Moses told his servant and assistant who is Joshua to choose some of their men who will go with him and fight the Amalekites. He said, tomorrow I will stand up on the hill with the rod of God in my hands. And so Moses went up to the hill with Aaron and Hor. Then something dramatic happened. As Joshua and the chosen men were fighting with Amalek, Moses held up his hands on top of the hill with the rod in his hands. When he put down his hands, the Amalekites would be winning. But when he put up his hands, the Israelites would be winning. Do you hear that? When Moses' hands were raised up, the Israelites would be winning, surrendering to God. But when the hands drops down, the Amalekites will be winning. But Moses soon got tired of raising his hands. Have you ever had to lift your hands for a long time? Do you remember how painful it was? Exactly. But you know what? The pain you felt is small compared to what Moses was feeling because he had to lift his hands till sunset, which is still evening. But when he couldn't lift his hands again because they had become so heavy, Aaron and Hor had to help him to hold the hands up while he sat on his stone until Joshua defeated the armies of Hamalek with the sword. The Lord told Moses to write it down in a memorial book so that they wouldn't forget. Yes, sometimes we need to write down the beautiful things that God did for us so we don't forget to give him thanks always each time we remember. The Lord also said to Moses that he should tell Joshua what and how it happened. Then the Lord promised to totally wipe out the Amalekites from under the heaven. And today... There is no modern day Amalek. They have been totally wiped out. God is always true to his words. He means whatever he says. It is only when we doubt or disobedience, or when we doubt him, or when we are disobedient to his commands, or we, are, we do not obey his laws, that is when we don't get to enjoy the good gift that he has for us. Just as Jesus Christ stated in Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 to 26, God is so much mindful of us. I crafted a confession from Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 to 34 that I would like you to say with me. Please say with me. I serve the only living God. 
He thinks about me and my need. I do not worry about what I will eat, drink, or put on. My life is more than food, and my body is more than clothing. My heavenly Father takes care of my need more than what he does for the birds of the hair and for the lilies of the field because I am better than them and I matter to God. My faith in God is increased. I seek God's kingdom and righteousness. He meets every one of my need because he knows what I need. Amen. Glory to God. You see, the Israelites do not fully believe that God can do everything and anything for them. That is why they kept grumbling to Moses and trying to help themselves. I encourage you today, dear friend, do not grumble. Do not, but take up all your worries and cares to God in prayers because he cares for you. Let us pray. Our Father, we thank you for what you've given to us again to hear today. We pray that you help us, O God. As we do not grumble, as we lay our cares and worries to you, we pray that you will help us and you will grant us every of our heart desires. So we keep trusting you, we keep obeying you, and we keep glorifying you in Jesus' name. Amen. Today's story is recorded in Exodus chapters 15 down to chapter 17. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe to this channel and share with others so that they can learn more about God and his ways. Leave us a comment either here or send us a comment or question through our email at storytimewithadenikeadeoju at gmail.com. Remember that I love you, but God loves you more. God bless you.